another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. And this is uh, part two. two of Who Are the Pharisees? That's right. So uh, if you're just jumping into this, uh, probably should go listen to part one. That's right. And uh, also go to SabbathLounge.com. Check out all the other things there. We have Torah portions and all of our other videos up. So you can find those. Um, yep. Yeah. Pretty easy to find. Yep. And uh, we, we're we presenting this as uh, we kind of chunked it into little pieces. Um, that way, if you don't have much time, you can watch this in little pieces, little segments. And um, so this is the second part, and uh, this will be in a YouTube playlist, and you should be able to play these in order. Right. So, Jake, have you ever been called a Pharisee? Uh, well, I think I have. Yeah. And so probably have you. I know I have. So, so what do you think people mean when they call you a Pharisee? Right. So that's the question. Why do people call you a Pharisee? Yeah. So and we're going to kind of jump into that okay so we i think you need to understand who are the pharisees because when you talk to someone you you know just like we've talked before and you've talked about um defining your terms right because if you don't define your terms and uh, they think pharisee is one thing and you think it's something else you need to make sure you're talking about the same thing. And I think it's good when someone says, uh, accuses you of being a Pharisee, you you know, you take that head on and you go, oh, that's great. I'm glad you said that. Can, can you tell me what you mean by that? And um, make them give you an answer to that. And I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Uh, kind of these questions here, you can, you can pop out to them. What were the Pharisees teaching? Yeah. What was, yeah. what was the doctrine of the Pharisees? And then, That'll kind of get you, make it so you're discussing the same thing. You'll be on the same page, hopefully, yeah, yeah. at that point. So when we look at um, this, often I think most people believe that the Pharisees were Torah keepers. Right. And, so, and yes, they were to a certain extent. To an extent, right. Yeah. So when you start telling people like the importance of keeping the Torah, they're going to associate that with the Pharise- what the Pharisees were teaching. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so here yeah. we're going to pull up an example of uh, in Acts 10. Um, and this is a pretty common section of scripture if you're in Torah, because this is one of those ones you see and you're like, you, you see it completely different once, once you come to Torah. Um, so um, this is where Peter has his vision. He's starving, which is a common uh, theme, right? Mm-hmm. Every time you see visions, mm-hmm. you're like starving. Uh, where the animals come down in the sheets, uh, and Yahweh says, kill and eat. Peter says, uh, no way. Uh, I've never eaten anything common or unclean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and as you know, the vision is about people and not about food. Right. And this is where he's, uh, addressing, uh, he's, um, Telling them what the vision actually means. Right. And this is an example of Yah correcting um, their incorrect thinking. And so their incorrect thinking is um, that some people were unclean because who they were. Right. So here it's going to say, and he said unto them, you know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. The Elohim has showed me 
that I should not call any man common or unclean. So that's the interpretation of the vision. I shouldn't call any man common or unclean. And why was he calling men common and unclean? It's because of this first thing. It's unlawful for a man that's a Jew to keep company with someone of another nation. But, and so we challenge you to find that in Torah, find right. that in Scripture. And I think that that would be a good place to start with someone that wanted to be antinomian or contrary to this. Is uh, I would ask them that question. Is Well, show me in the Torah where um, that was commanded. Right, because we're going to find out that this is actually um, a an oral law, a the the laws of the Pharisees that you that you couldn't intermingle with each other, right? So yeah. you're going to see this again when uh, uh, Peter is eating and Paul confronts him, and this is in Galatians. It talks about how he confronted Peter because he was eating with to the Gentiles. Face. Right yeah. to his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so it's that kind of a concept. Yeah, yeah. And so definitely people were caught up in this tradition and this thinking, but it was stinking thinking. Right. And uh, they get corrected on it here. So Jake found this graphic, and there's a link to this video. And as, as we do this, we try to put as many links as we can. So so you can go look up some of these things. Um, so Jake, tell us a little bit about this and how you came about it. Yeah, so this is a, a slide that uh, Sean Griffin from uh, Kingdom in Context put together. I was watching one of his videos, and this popped up. And I was like, oh, I, we're going to do a video on this, so it'd be perfect to include. So... Um, so he gets the credit for the, putting this together. It's all the negative mentions from the Pharisees, how they were twisting and rejecting and persecuting the law of Elohim. So uh, quite a few here. Yeah. And I would recommend if you wanted to go research this, uh, screenshot it like Jake did and go back and look this up. Yeah. Review those different sections of scripture. And the link that is in here uh, is a pretty lengthy playlist that he has on his YouTube. Matthew nine eleven, Right. So, uh, and when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, why does your master eat with the publicans and the sinners? So this is a scenario where he's eating with, uh, as Acts 10 would call them, unclean people. Right? Yeah. Uh, common and unclean people. Um, yeah. But why is Messiah then eating with them? If that's against Torah, Messiah can't, can't break the commands or that would make him a sinner in need of a savior. So yeah, because it wasn't found in Torah. Right. And it was something that they added to. And so you'll see that as a theme with the Pharisees as they added to the words. Right. And I think here, um, a lot of people, uh, tend to look at this and they'll say, uh, the Pharisees are calling him out on, on law breaking and Messiah's like you going back to your Torah stuff you know, all your yeah. law commands and not that, loving people. The Messiah is a rebel. Right. And, He's showing um, you you should love people and not be so caught up in that law stuff. Yeah. When yeah. really, that's not what he's talking about. Yeah, no. No, and it, it was uh, the Pharisees that were corrupt and just twisted scripture. Right. The Matthew sixteen twelve, When they understood how that he bade them to not... To, to not be aware of the leaven of the... Sorry, I messed that up. Then they understood how that he bade them not 
beware of the leaven of the bread, but to the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So the doctrine, contrary to sound doctrine and Yahweh's doctrine, I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my Torah. So he's talking about the leaven of the Pharisees. So what do you, what do you take on this, Jake? Right. So his, the leaven he's that Paul is warning them about. Um, I guess this is Messiah, actually. Messiah is warning them to beware of the leaven of the the Pharisees, and he's calling that doctrine. And when he interprets that saying, he's saying, no, beware of the doctrine of the Pharisees. So it's important to know what the doctrine of the Pharisees is. Um, now, this example at the bottom is from uh, Proverbs 7, I believe it is. He says, I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my Torah. So Yahweh's doctrine is Torah. So the fair, the doctrine of the Pharisees is going to be something contrary to that. Yeah. It's going to be a leaven. Yeah. We're supposed to get rid of the leaven. And then yeah. if the doctrine of the Pharisees was to keep the Torah, does it make sense that Paul would warn against the doctrine of keep Yahweh's commands? Yeah, and I think I put Paul in here because I do believe he mentions this also. But in this case, in this verse, this was Messiah talking, I believe. So, um, yeah. So it doesn't make sense. He would call Yahweh's commands leaven. No, no. That right. make sense. The leaven is something that corrupts the lump, right? Yeah, yeah. Of dough. The dough. And we don't mean the cash. All right, Matthew 5, 20. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Well, Jake, that's an interesting one because growing up, I definitely heard about this kind of scripture and it was presented to me that if you weren't as good at keeping the law as the Pharisees, then you know, you're not going to exceed that. Yeah, you're not getting into the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. But is that what he's saying here? Um. So in a way, that is what he's saying. Um, however, it would be good to know what the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees was. Right. Right? Yeah. So one of the places you could go to is Deuteronomy 16.20. Right. Where it says, that which is altogether just shall you follow, that you may live and inherit the land which Yahweh your Elohim gives you. So this word just is what we want to focus on here. And it's Zadok, like Melchizedek, right? And uh, that is righteousness. And it's this idea of uh, what is right or just or normal, uh, rightness, justness, as in like weights and measures, right? You don't want to, you want to have just weights and measures. Mm -hmm. um, and then down here you see righteousness as of the law. Yeah. Um, so really in... I've, it's in uh, F... I there of, or, or, or sorry, F Roman numeral one or the little, little Roman numeral there of God is covenant keeping in redemption. Yeah. That's interesting there too. So, um, yeah. so, and if you look at the context of Deuteronomy 16 here, he's clearly talking about righteousness being of the, of command keeping, right? Yeah. The commands of Yahweh. So if you're keeping the commands of Yahweh and that is a, uh, a, the path of righteousness, then uh, your righteousness comes from that. Yeah. And so it's it's those actions that need to exceed 
that of the Pharisees. And it's really not that hard to exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees, especially because they weren't doing it right. And they had added to it and changed it and made it something that it was not intended to be. And, and, and maybe at some point it started off as, as a good thing. You know, in church they used to teach us that the Pharisees built fences around the fences. And maybe, yeah, they did some of that. But, um, but I think the whole thing where they messed up is they elevated themselves above others and yeah. their words above others and put themselves um, as men above all others. Yeah, and I think you're going to see that more in part three coming up. So stay tuned for that. And and you talk about what did Yeshua get mad about? He got mad about stuff like that. And, you know, um, he, in through time, Yah has not shown a lot of niceness to people who overloaded, overlorded their authority and their power on others. Right. So it usually doesn't end well for them. No. And I think, uh, too, on this. Their arrogance, because that's part of what it is. It's arrogance. Right. And then uh, one thing that I've I've heard too, I think the the common understanding from church perspective is, well, your righteousness exceeding that of the Pharisees comes from the imputed righteousness of Messiah onto you. You can't uh, really exceed their righteousness because they were very pious uh, law keepers. But uh, so you have to count on Messiah's. Um, uh, righteousness in order for that to count. So, um, however, when you look at this, this is Matthew five. Messiah has not uh, died and been resurrected to the, at this point. Uh, so, why would he be telling them that? It doesn't really make much sense. He's he's saying, no, your actions need to be you need you need to be doing right actions. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So. This is, uh, in summary, how would you kind of briefly summarize part two of Who Are the Pharisees? So uh, we saw that in Acts 10, there were, they, they had imputed these laws onto people that they had taken as uh, held in equal parts uh, with the Torah. Um, and then we, we found that that was actually added command, not actually a Torah command, the way he was separating people. Um, And then uh, we learned about the leaven of the Pharisees um, and how if that is leaven, uh, the doctrine of the Pharisees is leaven, then then it can't be equal, set equal to the law of Yahweh because uh, his law is good and pure and, Mm. and perfect, right? Amen. So, uh, and then exceeding the righteousness of the Pharisees. So your actions do matter. Um, they aren't what saves you, but it does matter. So, um, those are, those are kind of the key concepts. Yeah. And making sure you define terms when you talk to someone else about these things. And cause you, you may be talking about two different things. Yep. So, but once again, this is a part two of a, probably four part series of the Pharisees. And so this will be in a playlist or you may watch this week to week, but we just appreciate that you are here. Please leave us a like comment, subscribe, anything else, Jake hit the notification bell. Yeah. And check in 
you should be uh, on the website weekly reading the Torah portions anyway, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we encourage you uh, to to read your scriptures, search your scriptures, see if what we're saying is true. Just don't take our word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it, especially on the internet. Right. Just read so it yourself. See what the word says. But we're just here to, to help and uh, put a few thoughts out there. And uh, as always, check it. Uh, check us and uh, hold us accountable if if we're saying something way off base so but we appreciate you being here this is matt and jake signing out